Welcome to Would You Rather, a podcast where Cosmos magazine journalists debate a topic and only one comes out the victor. I'm Evram Yazgan. And I'm Petra Stock. And today, Evram and I are going to break the rules of science, but with good reason. Obviously, dinosaurs and humans didn't coexist in real time, but surely everyone at some stage has wanted a dinosaur as a pet. Mm-hmm. I know I have. Yep. The real question is which dinosaur would you choose? So, Evram, describe to me your perfect dinosaur pet. Well, Petra, I'd like for you to imagine 12 metres of muscle <laughs> <laughs> weighing in at seven tonnes as much as two African elephants. Of course, everyone knows I'm talking about T-Rex, the Lizard King, had the strongest bite of all time uh, inside its two-metre skull. I mean, how could you look past the Tyrannosaurus Rex? But what would you prefer as your dinosaur pet? Okay, so I chose a dinosaur called Minmi paravertebra, which I'm going to call Minmi from here on. And it's a dinosaur that was found in Australia and is a member of the ankylosaurs. So, you know, those armoured dinosaurs, they're kind of like staunch, solid creatures that Mm. walk on four legs. Minmi is like that. And obviously it's got a tail as well. It's got this kind of solid skull. I mean, if you can picture something that's a bit like a staffy dog. uh, Or a giant turtle. Yeah. Yes, it does have a beak like a turtle. And this was quite a small dinosaur, which I think was part of its appeal. Mm-hmm. It was only about 0.7 metres tall, so pretty small for a dino in contrast yep. to your T-Rex. Yeah. Actually kind of a similar height to our dog, mm-hmm. and but it was longer, so it had this head, its head and its tail. So it was about 2.5 metres, you know, from end to end. It's adorable. Very cute. It had kind of an armoured body, but unlike other ankylosaurs, it didn't have a club tail. Okay. And one of the things that was special about Minmi, which differed to, to others in that group, was that it had this kind of rod along its spine and these two flat plates, and it's thought that maybe Minmi was able to use this to move its armour around, but they don't know. Oh, that'd be funky. Everyone has things they look for in a pet. Some people like small fluffy dogs, myself included. Other people like, you know, maybe greyhounds with their big soulful eyes. What were you looking for in picking a dinosaur, in your case a T-Rex, to bring home? Look, I can imagine that there'd be all sorts of concerns about choosing a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I have Uh, some concerns. But I think... I mean, how could you look past the literal Lizard King? I want you to imagine for a moment you're walking past my front gate and you see a beware of dog sign. (laughs) That's fairly standard. That's fairly normal. You see those all the time now. In fact, people are just making parodies of them. Now imagine you're walking past my front gate and you see beware of (laughs) T-Rex. It's a completely different kettle of fish. I'm not going into that house. <laughs> exactly. It's more intimidating. It's a kind of it's a kind of status symbol, I guess. I think that's the main the main thing when I'm thinking about the T-Rex as a potential pet. But what about you? What about the the Minmi? 
Okay, so I can see T-Rex is going to be a good, you know, guard dinosaur. Mm-hmm. For Mimi, I'm not going to lie, I did Google top 10 cutest dinosaurs and yeah. also friendliest dinosaurs, and Minmi came up on some of those lists. So it's pretty cute, as we said before. The other thing I was thinking about is I've got kids mm-hmm. and a dog already, so I probably didn't want to risk having a carnivore, something that might eat one or all of them. Yeah. So Mimi is kind of small, it's a herbivore, and the research suggests that maybe it was a bit like a cow. I had one more thing in mind. I was thinking, and maybe I was influenced by that show Dino Riders, but I'm quite interested in sustainable transport, so I was thinking maybe I could double my dino pet as a mode of transport and Mm -hmm. ride it to work, for example, So Mimi seemed about the right size for that. It's got this armoured body, so I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm going to hurt it. And, you know, how cool would that be? Absolutely. I could so see you plodding along on the back of a Mimi. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to ask, before we go any further, are you going to let your T-Rex come inside the house? (laughs) Okay. I will concede that this is probably the only downside that I can see to having a Tyrannosaurus Rex as a pet, uh, and that is space. It is estimated that a single adult T-Rex needs about 100 square kilometres of space. So that would mean about 30 individual T-Rexes in the greater Adelaide metropolitan area. So no, it would not be an inside pet. It would very much be an outside pet. In fact, it would be uh, in everyone's backyards, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to get your neighbours to get on board with this pet choice. Yeah, you would hope so. Um, I, I suppose, you know, the other thing to to think of, and I'll, I'll, I can get on to uh, what I imagine will be quite a concerning topic about what the T-Rex will eat. But before I do, um, you know, you've got to think about feeding your pet dinosaur. What would the Minmi be fed? Well, Minmi's... A herbivore and probably ate a lot of the plants that were around back 100 million years ago. We don't have any kind of ginkgos or anything in our backyard, but we do have a lot of bamboo and grass. So I was hoping that maybe it might be able to sub in and actually it would be doing us a favour because we always have more green waste than we know what to do with. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. How are you going to feed the T-Rex? I've got <laughs> to right. ask. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to this, I guess. I would like to say, I think that the T-Rex would be remarkably docile compared to what we think. These certainly aren't the creatures of Jurassic Park. As much as I love those movies, they were not necessarily scientifically accurate. And I think one thing we have to remember is that The mammals that existed in the time of dinosaurs would have been tiny shrew-like things. So we wouldn't really be seen as either a threat or even, to be honest, food by the T-Rex. It would smell us and think, ah, it's just another little shrew thing. So another thing is that chemical analysis of T-Rex shows that it wasn't really an active predator in that sense. It was probably more of a scavenger. And you can think of it, it probably ate a bit like crocodiles do today eating maybe half of its body weight in a single sitting and then 
just sort of going off its reserves for, for another few months. So you'd have a big chunk of meat for it every few months and then you'd be good. Ah, so maybe roadkill would suffice. Exactly, and that's a good use for roadkill, I suppose. (laughs) We've got a bit of that in Australia. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if you've thought about this, but you know how in Switzerland it's illegal to own just one guinea pig because they need company? You can see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you get away with just one T-Rex or do you actually need friends for your (laughs) T-Rex? It's a good question. To be honest, scientists don't really know the kind of structure, the social structure of T-Rex. It was originally thought of as like a very solitary animal, but recent fossils have shown different aged animals found living or at least dying uh, in the same area together. So they may have lived in family groups. But at this stage, it's kind of up in the air as to exactly how many T-Rexes is the right number. I mean, do you know about the social needs of of Min-Min? There's not a lot of information about that. I'm hoping that if it does need company, that maybe my dog and the Min-Me will get along together. (laughs) I think they probably would. (laughs) Now, I am anticipating a few problems with Mm -hmm. your pet choice. Yep. I mean, it's in the song, right? Everybody walk the dinosaur. But if you turn up to the dog park, I mean, in this case, the dino park with a T-Rex, isn't all hell going to break loose? (laughs) Potentially. But I think the benefits outweigh those kinds of risks. I mean, what we're talking about here is a bigger, better dog, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And one example of this is the T-Rex's keen sense of smell. And I can think of all sorts of uses for this. But just to give a picture of it, using casts of the inside of T-Rex skulls, scientists have found that T-Rex had actually the largest olfactory bulbs relative to its size of any dinosaur, meaning it had really sharp smell. In fact, it was similar uh, in terms of its smelling ability to dogs or wolves. So I think that there's a potential business idea here. You might... (laughs) It might make you the, the richest truffle farmer in the world. Oh, <laughs> T-Rex truffles. Yeah. I, I do kind of love that idea. Right. It'd be have a good you, one. Have you thought about what you're going to call the T-Rex? I mean, this is crucial. I mean, there's really only one option, isn't there? Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously it's got to be Rex or Rexy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Minmi could be Mini. Yeah, I was actually thinking Mini to go along with my dog that's called Penny. Perfect. Perfect indeed. (laughs) So, Evram, I can see you're going to be needing to sign up for some sort of pet insurance here, but, you know, there are some benefits you've spelled out to Mm -hmm. your dino pet. Yep. I still think I'd rather stick with Minmi, mainly because it's a herbivore. It's small for a dinosaur, kind of cute. And I was also thinking that given fossils have been found in Australia, that maybe it might survive okay in Australia's current climate. Look, I think I have to go with you on this one. The Minmi sounds like an awesome pet choice. Sounds adorable. As soon as you said the uh, scientists thought it was a bit like a cow, I just imagined it mooing 
<laughs> I know we can't be sure what sounds dinosaurs made, but I, I just love it. It would be pretty cute. But maybe we should still get one of those signs made up for our front gate saying, beware of the T-Rex. I think that would be awesome. Thanks for listening to Would You Rather. We hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know which of the two you would pick by voting from our website, cosmosmagazine.com. The newsroom will be back next week with a different scientific bind to debate. This podcast is produced by the Royal Institution of Australia in Adelaide on Ghana land. The Royal Institution of Australia is a not-for-profit whose mission is to communicate science widely as the key to a better world. We do this through our daily news stories, which are turned into educational resources, teaching the scientists of tomorrow about the science of today in classrooms across Australia. Support us by subscribing to Cosmos Magazine, Australia's last print science magazine.